welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. And my name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. What's up, girl? Oh, hello, Cassandra. I feel like this week has been jam-packed. It's to the brim with trash. Like, I'm at my trash quota. It's been moving extra slow, which has given it plenty of time to get plenty trashy. I mean, I feel like we're, 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 we're hoarding trash stories this week. I got to tell you, I got to start it off strong. This isn't why I'm trashy, but I am pumped. And I texted you about this last night. There was a fucking car chase. Yes. Yes. You guys know how much I love a car chase. (laughs) And how did we find out about it? Well, (laughs) perhaps it was because there was five helicopters circling over our house. And we said, what's, what's going on? Uh, time for my fiance to whip out the old citizen app, something that I'm too afraid to have on my own phone. <laughs> and sure enough, he was like, oh, car chase. And then he turned on uh, KTLA and whoosh, there it went right past our house. And it was a, it was a pretty good one, but guys don't get in car chases, but let's say you are in one. Can I give you some advice? Yeah, please, please. Yeah. If you're driving a stolen car and your intent is to jack another one, put the first car in park when you get out of it. This guy, he tries to steal another car. So he pulls up behind a parked car, like two parked cars with their lights on. Cause I think he's going to try to like grand theft auto, like throw them out of the car or whatever. <laughs> and so he goes up to the car's window and it's locked and there's probably someone inside, like fucking their partners inside getting DoorDash, <laughs> like, you know, and they're just like, Oh God, but the door's locked. So he didn't get in, but the car that he had just parked, he didn't put it in park. So it was slowly rolling forward and ended up rear ending the car that he was trying to jack. <laughs> So then the guy panicked and he was like, ran back to the original car, got back in that and pulled away. And I mean, and then that the other person, like they're, they came out with their door dash and they're like, Oh my God. But you got like, doy, how do you even get out of a car? That's not in park. I mean, I guess I, you can, I feel like I've done it, but. And this is a comedic podcast and not intended to be legal advice at all. No, so don't listen to us. If you were trying to jack a car and you're like, what episode did they talk about that on trashy trashy? What should I do if I'm, if I'm stealing a car? I oh, think yeah. I can give the legal advice to not steal cars. Yes, absolutely. Don't steal cars. I think we can do that. <laughs> that listen to that part, but not if you are going to steal a car. <laughs> yeah anything after that comma in the sentence ignore look i haven't been on the adrenaline high of being in a car chase so maybe it is easy to just hop out of the car without putting it in drive but it just seems like Mm. so obvious a rookie mistake yeah yeah gone are the days when you could actually outrun police like there are cell phones gps tracking computers helicopters like Mm -hmm. i know people I know them in my personal life that used to, for sport, outrun highway patrols for fun. And they would put, they would, they would drive one vehicle into, let's say, a, 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 a device like a barn, get in another vehicle, and then chase the highway patrol in that vehicle as they were pursuing what they thought was the other vehicle. Like, it was like a, like a 
oh, you got me, you son of a bitch. And then they just be like, God, get out of here, you fun, you scamp. Like what it was a it waste was of Dukes of Hazard esque waste of taxpayer money. Absolutely. With never a threat of we'll shoot you or there's, you know, a gun or bomb or meth in the car. It was just like, ah, I'm bored on a Friday night. What should we do? This. Get, you know, just, get up just to meddling. <laughs> pr- protecting all parties involved with vague details, but that used to happen. And gone are the days. Gone are the days. Long gone. Anyways, I love a I love a car chase. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh it's you're watching something that you just can't turn off. No, no. I was I was in the middle of a movie, a, mm. a, a good movie, Prey. Okay. The new Predator movie. Sure. So I could not engage in the car chase because we were in it. But sure. But um I'd shut a movie off for a car chase, but you know, you and I are different people. Well, I, it's a very good, it's, so it's, 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 it's the newest in the Predator series, but it's Prey set in like the 1720s in the hot, like with Native Americans in the high plains. Okay. It's real good. So then it's, yeah, it's real good. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Why are you trash? Okay. I have so many. I have so many. <laughs> I okay. I, I don't know if I should take this one direction of something I asked you if I were trash about. Oh, this sure. Week as like a gut check, or maybe I should bring that up another time. Why don't we? Why don't we put Save that it? like smack yeah. dab in the middle of the podcast? You right. Know? Okay. Yeah. Like, great. just we'll revisit it. Why not? We right. we we determine what content goes on here. Love it. And listeners, it's free. So. <laughs> why don't you save that one for you know like a little a little intermission snack right so I had a bunch of returns to make and I checked the internet for what the hours of a UPS store were I'm naming them and it said (laughs) it said 7 p.m and I was like great got in my car did my other commerce and capitalism and I get to said UPS store and they are closed at 6.45. Huh. And there was a sign, a little printed, a tiny printed tattered sign that said, new hours, we now close at 6.30. And so I, I had all of my packages and I looked at that sign and then I, I said, oh man. And I rounded the corner and then I said, no. And I, I rounded the corner and I looked back again and I looked at the sign with all of my packages in my hands and I looked so sad and I stared at it for maybe 20 seconds until an employee doing their closing duties noticed me <laughs> and said, come, come on in, come on in, I'll let you in. And they opened the door. And they were like, we'll, we'll do capitalism and commerce with you, even though we're past closing duties. And I said, oh, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. I just, you know, the, the internet said it was 7 PM and they're like, oh, we're, we're under new management. The, the new hours are 630. We haven't updated everything on the, on the website yet. And I was like, oh, if you would be so great. I, I really need to get these packages out tonight. They didn't have to go out that night. I just didn't want to leave my house again. That Fuck week. that, yeah. 
And so we do the, we do the, and it's like the, the Amazon exchanges where you just have to like show them a barcode and then you can sure. just hand them, not even in package, you could hand them just wads of clothing or whatever your items are, not even boxes, yeah. which is the most insane return policy of all time. Just <laughs> handed them wads of items that I was like, can't use these, don't want them. Here's uh, a pack of chonies, too small. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's an impersonation of me at the Amazon thrift <laughs> store, which is where I do my Amazon returns. And then I, and then I did have, I, I had to print off one label, and so I printed off the for another type of package. And so then she rings me up, and the total's like a dollar seventy three for for everything. Wow. And I was like, thank you so much for for staying, you know, for staying open. I really appreciate it. But then there's now a line of like four other people outside that have no. seen me doing oh. commerce and capitalism beyond their working hours and are like, well, can we come in? Because this lady's in after the working hours. <laughs> and so then the store employees, I put them in a predicament of, uh, do we let the other people in? She's in. And I was like, I, I, I was trying to be like so grateful, but I also completely knew what I was doing by giving the puppy dog eyes with all of my items just staring. Yeah. I mean, never underestimate the power of just standing outside of somewhere and looking sad. I mean, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm total garbage for that. So I, I was like, please do capitalism with me for $2 and 73 cents. I, I must do commerce today. So I, yeah, I'm trash. What, why are, why are you trash though? Erica, <laughs> the way I can't handle my own business, <laughs> I just can't mind my own damn business. <laughs> I've talked about this before where one of my favorite pastimes, unfortunately, is um, seeing acquaintances on Instagram and checking to see if they're still in their long-term relationships um, for no reason other than that person posted an awful self-righteous picture. I wonder if they got dumped. <laughs> like, because why? Why, do, why else would you post a picture saying feeling young, free, and fucking whatever. It's like, (laughs) she got cheated on, you know? I did it. I do it. Like, I just, I reposted one of my story today when we're recording, this is Saturday, where it's a picture, it's a throwback picture of me in Barcelona when we were on that trip, (laughs) and it said, three days into 2020 and feeling so fucking good. And I reposted that because that's hilarious because 2020 ended up being one of the worst years of everyone's life. Anyways, so my newest, uh, my newest obsession is uh, someone that I've known for years, years and years in a class. I might even have a little history with this person. I might, I won't say I do, but I might. Anyways, this person has been posting like funny, I'm using quotes, funny skits on TikTok. And then like reposting those TikToks onto their Instagram stories. And of course, I mean, this is a person who's never been active on social media ever. And they are my age. So to become active on social media in your early 30s, in the form of skits 
for TikTok. Yeah. Did your fiance leave you? Right. <laughs> what What are you going through? Like, where is, where is this coming from? Because, I mean, let's just say this person used to be an actor, but isn't an actor anymore and hasn't been an actor for years. Let's just say that. Because maybe that's true. I'm like, are you looking to get back into this? Or did your fiance leave you? I just have so many questions. And boy, oh boy, do I want to just shoot off a message and go, did your fiance leave you? Why are you doing this? (laughs) Why are you making these videos? You, these videos are why Gen Z people hate millennials. Oh my God. What's up? Can we just make like an Instagram account that's just like truth, truth bot? And it's just like, no judgment. I just need to know the answer. Like it's, it's, we won't post it anywhere. It's just DMing people direct questions like that. Where it's like, like a Finsta, a Finsta of being like, just completely an- anonymous and being like, hey girl, you deleted all the pictures of you and this guy that you were with for like six years what happened? Like, yes. it's just something like, I I don't know you, so I don't need to know what happened. Yeah. Right. But also I'm curious. They're like, Hey buddy, comedy all of right. a sudden. Right. Like a, like a humans of New York, but just for us, uh-huh. <laughs> like people tell their intimate, deep <laughs> history stories, like their darkness. Yeah. But like- just to this bot that DMs you. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why, why, why comedy? You know, you're going to get like 20 views max, right? And and like, just, just tell me it's okay. Either, no matter what your answer is, it's okay. I just need to know. Yeah. Did your relationship implode and this is how you're handling it? (laughs) I, I loved Unsolved Mysteries as a child, like the, the TV show. And they now have a podcast series, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, and I think this is my love of, of gossip and not gossip, but yeah. just like small gossip, like tiny, tiny gossip like that, where you're like, Hey, what's going on? I, I noticed that. And it makes me think I'm smarter than I am where I'm like, Oh, clue. You know? <laughs> like I'm like I'm tiny Dora the Explorer. Where I'm like, look, a clue. She deleted all the photos. <laughs> <laughs> a clue, a clue. <laughs> She got a new dog and her hair is blonde now. Yes. She lost <laughs> 10 pounds. A clue. <laughs> and like, I have to say this. I'm not like, I am not throwing stones from a glass house. I do this too. Everyone does it. Also, no shade if you just decided to pick up comedy in your early 30s. But I need to know that. I need to know yeah. if that's what you did. Yeah. Or, you know, if... You know, you're barely holding on by a thread and you know, just contemplating, I don't know, moving to Yemen. I don't know. So anyways, have you ever done any like outwardly embarrassing, like things you look back on and you're like, oh, this is embarrassing, like oh, constant, constant. kind of things like in reaction to like, I don't know, like I run to thirst traps right away when I'm single and like confidence <laughs> empowerment you know you have to you have to save face yeah you have to be fine 
there better there was, than fine. Yeah. There, there was a moment when, when my, my, my partner and I broke up for a brief period of time in our almost 10 year relationship. And one of my, my dear friends was over, my dear guy friends was over at our house. And one of my roommates was like, I might be, she was like, I might be pregnant. And, and then she didn't, she was like freaking out. And so I bought us a bunch of pregnancy test, uh-huh. a bunch of pinatas and a bunch of alcohol. And so I was like, Hey, what we'll do is we'll all take pregnancy test and here's pinatas and we can celebrate either way. And if it's negative, we can drink all the alcohol. <laughs> and so I, and even my male friend took the pregnancy test. <laughs> we were all negative. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! But I, I, I took to, to I take to antics like uh, hijinks sure. really quickly, and so I, I was like, I posted photos like that on social media of just like the alcohol, the pinatas, the pregnancy test, and uh, yeah, I really I, I escalate to to social antics quickly. And I'll post you want a photo. them to know what you like. You want them to wonder what you're doing. Yes. Yes. Cause that's a comedic photo. I have actually just came across it on my computer the other day. That's what <laughs> it was top of mind. Um, but yeah, I was like, we'll celebrate either way. <laughs> if you are or aren't, <laughs> we'll celebrate with a pinata. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I, I do things like that more than thirsty photos I think yeah I'm the worst I I I went through a big breakup and then I had to go to a wedding like maybe four or five or so months after and by that time probably within like a month my ex already had someone new because men men will get into a new long-term relationship before going to therapy Mm -hmm. um and uh so I got my makeup done before I went to this wedding, which like I've never like done before unless I'm in it. But it was because I was like, we don't follow each other anymore, but he still follows all my friends. And oh, you better believe I'm going to be in every story I can tonight. <laughs> and like literally like photo shoot of like, okay, get me. This light is pretty. Get a boomerang of me with my cocktail all like just fucking looking good and um post it right away and <laughs> you know I, I guess use the wedding hashtag I really don't care as long as I'm in it <laughs> like, yeah. and then also um let me know uh who sees your stories and yes. uh, and how yeah. fast like yeah. using my friends as proxies of like yeah. get me out there so everyone knows how good I'm doing yeah I need the analytics reports afterwards <laughs> it's okay that's all i'm trying to say is that am i trash because i can't mind my business and i want to know yes but also it's okay we all do it which is why you should feel safe and tell me your business <laughs> speaking of of analytics and and the business we got to get into our first story uh this this story comes to us from times of india and uprocks.com and this is quite a doozy we love it. <laughs> a fake cricket league in India cons Russian betters for weeks. So there was a fake cricket league that was live streaming. There was a fake cricket league live streaming games for specifically to Russian oligarchs, essentially. It was a Indian premier cricket league and it, it mimicked the real league. And it basically it was getting them to wager on fake matches 
and it, through Telegram, the social media messaging network. And so it would broadcast, you know, just a, one single camera angle tight on the pitch, never showing the wide angle of the stadium they were in using fake crowd noise even. So when the ball got hit off screen, a fake referee would make up calls based on what the betters had bet on to make them the most money. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they, they, uh, the conmen managed to reach the quarterfinal stage of their so-called Indian Premier Cricket League before the police stopped the play. Well, now let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Why would the police get involved? If you're gambling on something that is fake, didn't you just play yourself? Like, why does gambling have to be all of a sudden so, like, fair? So, I mean, gambling has to be, there has to be fair stages, fair fair stakes. But there um, isn't. I mean, if there's so many, who's regulating that these, like, wacky slot machines that people spend thousands of dollars in oh, are. It's, it's, like, tightly regulated. There's, like, I mean, that like, I ha- I was in Vegas and my, my pull, like, I did one of the mechanic, the, you know, the electronic one now. Uh-huh. And it pulled and it got, like, stuck. And, like, they came, they analyzed the footage. I like in my and I got my money back and and like you know everything but they like looked at the footage to make sure I didn't fuck with the machine a glitch happened on it and like it's super regulated because like the casinos want their money the house always wins like those things are so tightly regulated right but that's what I'm saying the house always wins so who gives a shit that these russian oligarchs are but losing the indian police money. arrested them because they were doing a fake gambling ring because they could have taken it to they could have scammed you know indian citizens too yeah i mean maybe they're just mad because they weren't getting tax money from it yeah i mean it's, it's a you know i don't know it's wild. i kind of just feel like it's like if you're gambling then you're making the decision to gamble and waste your money on whatever sorry erica in my opinion, <laughs> waste your money on whatever it the fuck you want to put your wagers on. So, I like if it's rigged, it's rigged. You're the one who decided to put your money on it. No, we gotta have we gotta regulations. We gotta. I mean, it can't just be. I mean, a, a fool and their money are soon departed. But there has to be rails. You know what I mean? Like, it, otherwise, it would just be. It, wow! Yeah. Did Gandhi say that? A fool I, and their money are soon to be departed, but there has to be rails. I don't know. I don't think Gandhi was a fan of, of rails and the railway, but uh, that's a whole other discussion another day. But um, Oh, shit. You're probably right. I thought, I thought like handrails. I wasn't. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I was thinking, yeah, that's fair. I don't know what I was saying. I was just, I made it about trains quickly. Anyway, let's get into our second story because <laughs> it is a doozy and a visual feast for the eyes you have to watch it yeah so i kind of like this but this man takes gotta be like a two-year-old fully clothed if that if not less yeah one or two-year-old in a diaper fully clothed a jacket jeans picks picks them up gives them a kiss uh takes them by the leg (laughs) flips them over takes them by the leg and like a 
like cornhole just kind of tosses this kid right in the pool and it's to show that this you know this child knows water safety because the child was able to uh flip on its back and float Mm -hmm. in order to like not drown so you know like cool the kid knows how to swim like that's great i think that twitter is freaking out because of the (laughs) it's just crazy to watch it's crazy to watch you have to see it's it's literally like he's feeding like like gate like tossing it like a chum like it is i mean some of the reactions uh, it's i mean it's to promote baby water safety but some people are like you could have just placed him in the water and it's like other other Twitter users are arguing like if he flips in a speedboat, he's not going to be just gently placed in the water. And then, of course, the other Twitter users are like, who puts a baby in a speedboat? And then it's, it's just the Internet, just Internet's on this post. And it's it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> like one one Twitter user says, every day I get on here and struggle for a spot in heaven because <laughs> it is funny. I mean, it's so funny, very funny. Um I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh yeah, if that kid got tossed from a speedboat, that was my exact thought. So yeah. Yeah. look, kids go on speedboats sometimes. Should they have a life vest on? Yes. Yeah. But you know, I mean, if your kid doesn't know to flip on their back, then a life vest isn't going to do much. Nope. I guess. Uh, yeah. I And we, I, we all saw Spice World, mm-hmm. like a couple spices and a couple kids get thrown from a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, paparazzi catches the whole thing. Mm-hmm. My dad had a speedboat before I, I was born, and when my, you know, when my mom and dad were pregnant, my mom was like, "You have to sell this thing; it's a death trap." Because my dad had like flipped it and flooded it a couple times, <laughs> and my mom was like, "Absolutely not! When we have a baby, this will not be a part of our life." Because <laughs> sure. I could have been this baby, but whatever, you know. Oh well. Uh, uh, our next Girl. story comes to us. Oh God. What happens when uh, someone takes you by the leg and throws you in the water? I mean, I'm going to float on my back and just kick it like st- like in style. You know what I mean? There you go. I'm going to kick it in style. I know water safety. I did learn to swim at like six months, though. I was a very early swimmer. I don't really remember when I learned to swim. I mean, I'm sure I did it when I was a kid, but yeah. I wish I was a stronger swimmer. I was a lifeguard. Um Right after high school, I got my lifeguard certification and CPR and everything. And I taught swim lessons to little kids and I loved it. It was really fun. But the first kid I taught to swim, I, I got so excited when they started actually doing it themselves that I, and they were very scared of the water at first. So it was a big journey to get them there, but they started to swim on their own. And I got so excited. I was 18. I picked them up out of the water and I was like, you're doing it. (laughs) They were like, (laughs) ah. Scared the shit out of <laughs> so so then we had to re- you know work harder and re- they regressed a little bit and then we had to go no. <laughs> yeah anyway but they're fine they're fine now I'm sure they're a strong swimmer and won't look me up one day and toss me into the water and take me. <laughs> anyway so if you don't know this um we have a new puppy in the house her name is yeah. pretzel and she is a puppy, so she has a lot of energy. And we love the dog park near us because it's the only way to get that energy out. This bitch runs and runs and runs and runs and runs. So you can imagine my delight at this next story. 
Oh, this was such a beautiful moment on, on the internet. So a Twitter user named Calhan, which is Kalan Rosenblatt, said, guys, would you like to hear about the drama going on in the Upper East Side French Bulldog community? And I yes. said, yes. <laughs> like, I didn't even let her finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so we take Nacho, her dog, to a nearby dog park. This is her verbatim tweets. We take Nacho to a nearby dog park where meetups are held for Frenchies once a week for one hour. It's honestly amazing and everybody always has a great time. The meetups are organized by a Frenchie owner who takes the time to do all this herself. She has an Instagram where she posts about meeting dates slash times, lets us know if it's too hot or whatever. She also posts photos from recent meetups, announces where there's a birthday, etc. <laughs> it's great. There's usually 15 to 20 French Bulldogs each Sunday morning at the park. But like the meetups are friendly for the dogs and great, but there are also non-Frenchies there too. It's just a fun way for the dogs to get together. Anyway, apparently this infuriated someone who owns a non-Frenchie and launched Stop the Meetups account, an Instagram account. Insane. <laughs> so one of the posts from the Instagram said, every week the small dog run in Carl Schur's park is subject to 30 plus Frenchies plus owners during high traffic times. The dogs are all over 25 pound limit for the run and other breeds are not able to use it which is against New York City Park rules, one post reads. Dogs from all over the city, including Chelsea, Brooklyn, and even as far as New Jersey, are regularly invited and coming to these meetups. The run is too small for this, exclamation point. So they're, they're mad, mad that they're but, mad that they're mad non, that they're mad that other dogs are not, are at the park? Like, what are they mad about? That non-Upper East Side dogs are at the park. Oh my God. They also called Frenchies hyperactive, leading me to believe that they've never met a Frenchie in their life. So they posted a photo from a few months back. This is not an overcrowded park. And again, it's one hour, one day a week, sometimes every other week. And so they, uh, they're also pretty mean to the person who started the meetup account per another Instagram post. The owner of the Frenchies of the Upper East Side account is rude and looks down on other breeds of dogs that are there. Some have said that she holds court and acts very holier than thou. They're also being so mean to the person who runs the real meetup account. The owner of Frenchies of Upper East Side account. Oh, oh, it's the same thing. That's the same thing. Anyway, anyway, I'm eagerly awaiting the meetup host response. This is so silly. I will update you once the drama advances. <laughs> so anyway, it led to an article in the NBCnews.com. <laughs> With, with a recounting of the debate. And the Instagram owner has not commented to the news. No, she's probably just like, okay, I'm done. Fine. <laughs> you win. Jesus. <laughs> I. <laughs> they have pug meetups in LA like once a month and they always do it at a different location. Um, and I thought that maybe it was because they were like trying to like spread it out so that if you have a pug on the West side, you don't always have to drive to Silver Lake or something right. like that. But maybe they're doing it to avoid this shit. <laughs> like of people being like, me, you've got too many French bulldogs in the way. Uh, I mean, <laughs> this is so stupid. And also, it. way to like, why not just approach the person with the meetup? Like, you have to hide behind your keyboard because you're pissed off about it. Mm. Yeah. 
she acts holier than thou and looks down on other breeds of dogs and i'm like bitch they all used to be wolves it's fine like mm. also here's your solution don't take your dog to the dog park on sunday mornings follow the account see when the meetups are happening do something else that day yeah yeah (laughs) there is definitely a small community at the dog park that we've been taking pretzel to and my fiance takes pretzel more often than i do because he's just a little bit more flexible with work and every time like lately he comes back and he's like oh i met such and such person and whatever and i'm like pretty soon honey you're gonna be part of the weird dog park group where they all sit in a big circle this is like every evening mm-hmm. around like 6.30 or like between 5.30 and 7.30, they kind of filter in and out, but they all sit in plastic chairs in a really big circle and chit chat with each other while their dogs run wild. And, uh, and then like, there's other people at the park who kind of just, there's a very much a distance between the people in the circle mm-hmm. and the non circle people we're we are non-circle people i kind of want to keep it that way but it's a community people people know each other actually i don't know any of these people by name but i know a lot of the dogs names now yeah i'm like oh harry's here and cosmo's here and oh peggy's here too and nope there's marty but i don't know these owners names (laughs) you're gonna find out when they the circle people they're all fucking each other Oh, I fucking hope so. And they're going to invite you in. Yeah. And then you have to make a choice. Are you circle people or are you not circle people? Right. Because we, if we don't fuck them, then we can't go back to the dog park. No. Right. Well, you can, you just can never be in the circle. You just will be permanently not in the circle people. You know, you've, you've, you've drawn your line in the sand. I don't know if it's a waste of time, but I really have put myself mentally in this situation just now (laughs) where I'm like, can you imagine like all of a sudden they just like stop talking about the extra work that they all do and and look at me. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was a cheap shot. (laughs) Not LA people. You got to understand. It is always, always a good way (laughs) to punch. If you want to make fun of someone by saying that they do extra work, we've all done it. It's just like the Instagram flash and we've all done it anyways. But like if they looked up and they said, Hey, we've been seeing you guys around here a lot. Why don't you pull up a chair next to us? And then like, you know, we get to talking, it's polite conversation. And then one of them goes, we're actually all going down the street, Glenn's condo to have a little playtime <laughs> of our own. If you, uh, you want to join we go what does that mean playtime oh you know adult playtime consensual there's condoms <laughs> like, is, that is fucking imagine yeah that is i you know i don't care what people do consensual adults doing whatever they want but uh-huh. the 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 descri- the terminology play. I know, I know. Did it creep you out? It creeped me out to say it. <laughs> I, again, I don't care what you do. No, I during don't either. That time, I just don't like because c- t- to me, play is is such a child activity. You know, like I think that's part of it. I, I just can't. Anyway, I gotta get. I I can't. I can't. Anyway, again, I don't care. Okay, what this you're is a doing. good. T- this is yeah. yeah. Well, this is a good time to talk about 
your thing. Okay. So speaking of playing, guys, I don't play <laughs> tennis, but I, for months and months, I have been receiving an email from a group of ladies and from a automated system called tennis point, match point, tennis point, something tennis point.com. Somehow I have been signed up on a group email thread from tennispoint.com and a group of ladies that play tennis signing me up for a group group of tennis players and i i've said i've said so many hey i think you have the wrong email have a good match hey ladies still <laughs> happening so sorry um here's a here's a reply from july 18th hey i noticed that we have the wrong email address incorrect in tennis point forwarding the message to you for tomorrow's court so we can get lynn to see if we can get this address changed the other erica must be so tired of us sent to me not the correct erica so i get an email i get an email thursday at 12 31 p.m and it says sally is in i need one more for monday at 8 a.m can anyone expand the list da 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 you know cindy i can play sally g i can play let us know thanks sarah i reply Hey, ladies, I reply all, as fun as this sounds, you still have the wrong email address. I'm not available to join on Monday as I don't live anywhere near y'all, nor do I play tennis. Please remove me from your mailing list. I wish you all the best. Regards, Erica. <laughs> to which Sally replies. Okay, hold on. Okay. <laughs> hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Sally replied... Sorry, Erica, who lives out of town and doesn't play tennis, for your gracious request to be removed from our list. Our Erica's email is beep, but it's very close to yours. Hope this clears things up, Sally G. And you reached out to me with a screenshot of this and said, am I crazy? Or is this bitch trying to start some shit? <laughs> but it's important that you now read the exact same email okay. the way you read it. Okay. The way I heard it was, sorry, Erica, who lives out of town and doesn't play tennis, for your gracious request we removed from our list. Our Erica's email is blank, similar to mine. Hope this clears things up, period. Sally G. No salutation in Sally. Just, I said regards, Erica. She just says, hope this clears things up, Sally G. For your gracious request. I... I feel I used a please several times. I used a, you know, I wish you all the best. I said regards. Hello, ladies. Again, this is not the first time this has happened. This has been going on for months. I've written to Tennis Point. I've written to the group of late. I've written to everyone. <laughs> this is <laughs> ongoing. At first, I thought this was like some elaborate scam, like a hoax of, of trying to get me like my personal, you know what I mean? I thought I was like being gang stalked. I don't know. No, it's just Cindy, Jenny, Sharon, and Stacy. All just Sally, just having the wrong. Anyway, that's how I read it. But I said, Cassandra, am I being crazy or is this bitch trying to start some shit? <laughs> I mean, look, I think that the next, because look, Sally didn't even loop in there, Erica, and like put you on BCC. She just said, oh, this is what our Erica's email address is. <laughs> 
but like okay so fucking add her but i think that now you need to start that you've been polite and now the move is to start really fucking with these people and possibly i mean i'm sorry but really fucking with the other erica curry's life because this other person's name is erica curry and if she can't get her friends in line i just think that the next messages from you guys from you needs to be hey sally sorry if this is the wrong forum for this but i've been fucking your husband (laughs) satan erica curry (laughs) And like, just like whatever you need to do mm-hmm. to kind of really just start, you'll get taken off. You'll get taken off that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 fun. It's been CC'd. There's CC's. I didn't even see this. There's CC's. Kara, Catherine, Sophie, Stacy, Lynn. Look at all these people who you could be like, hey, Lynn, didn't know how to bring this up at church. But if your son ever looks at me that way again, I'm calling 911. <laughs> Best wishes, Erica. Like, just really start some shit. Hey, Sophie, I know you've been paying your housekeeper under the table for years and years. I think you're not calling the IRS for tax evasion. Thoughts? Question, you know, see you at tennis. Yeah. Hey, Cindy, hope this can remain just between the two of us. <laughs> But don't you think Ginny fucking sucks? <laughs> but LOL, CC everyone. Erica. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever you got to do. Yeah. It'll get you taken off. Politeness is not going to work anymore. And you don't know these women. And maybe Sally did send that email being kind of bitchy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I, I said, gut check. And you said, this is how I read it. And I, I, again, said, this is how I heard it. So it's good to it's good to have perspective sometimes you gotta step outside yourself and say is this you know it's just like media literacy is so important in this country you have to think why am I reading this who wrote it who's being quoted you know all these things that are so important about reading a newspaper article are also important when being quoted (laughs) in an email thread from tennis point a group of fucking ladies from god knows where anyway so I just think you should start problems now. No, um, you yeah. know who kind of starting problems? Oh, oh, mwah, 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 mwah. this lady, this lady. This, I love her. I love her so much. According to NewYorkPost.com, Arnold Schwarzenegger deliberately farted in my face, actress claims. <laughs> so according to his co-star, Miriam Margolis, the Terminator legend, 74, farted in her face while filming the 1999 horror movie, end of days so miriam is 81 and decided i I feel like that's important (laughs) um because now she's uh going on pod this podcast this i've got news for you podcast and uh talking about how rude arnold schwarzenegger was and that she didn't like him he was too full of himself and that he farted in her face on purpose i mean incredible so she was playing Satan's sister and he was trying to kill me. So he had me in a position where I couldn't escape and I was lying on the floor <laughs> and there he just farted on me. So I just, I just, I mean, I love it. I love it. I feel like if I was an 89, 81 year old actress, mm-hmm. why not say things like this? Even if it's not true, 
Oh no. Oh, oh, just let it go. Oh, everything. Everything's coming out. She also rips on Leonardo DiCaprio because right. she was the nurse in uh, Boz Lerman's uh, 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 Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. And she's like, he was young. Young boys don't always wash all their bits. And he was smelly. Okay. That being said, she did also defend JK Rowling and her whole like crazy trans thing, which we don't like, but yes. And she was a star of a delightful British reality show called the real Marigold hotel where they take aging British stars and they put them in like countries (laughs) and they show what it would be like to retire in like India or China or Cuba. And they're like, this is how much your imperialist white money can go here and it was really <laughs> charming. It was really charming. But anyway, but anyway, yeah, she she did defend J.K. Rowling. Not good. Not good. We don't like that. Okay. Not not good. But do I think that it's funny to be in your 80s and go on podcasts and just fucking say whatever the fuck you want about super famous people? Yeah, kind of. What was the one? Fuck. It was Quincy Jones, right? Who did that? We talked about this. Who did that wild interview where he just starts airing out? everyone's like drama from like the 70s and 80s, like richard Pryor, like everyone do you remember that um oh maybe uh, we didn't talk about it on this podcast but that happened like quincy jones was like here's the tea <laughs> and it was fucking nuts and it was like yeah why not what do we have to lose was the people you're talking about are dead i don't <laughs> remember us talking about it but if not we should we should do a historical yeah, yeah that sounds great yeah well you know what it's time to go to our our mecca our favorite place yeah okay from the tampa fp.com it's a florida man story hey and he's at one of my you know number one depression places that i actually don't eat at anymore because of this podcast we've done too many articles on them and i really don't think that i should be eating there but he went to a subway and he threatened to shoot up and burn down it if they because they told him he needed to pay with cash. So he lost it in Subway when he was told he'd have to pay for ca- paying cash for his foot long sandwich. To which these employees probably thought, "Okay, just fucking take it." Like, yeah, we, we don't carry the way, dude. Yeah, the uh, deputies showed up, and this guy uh, who's fifty two years old said i'm gonna shoot this place up and burn it the fuck down because you guys don't take credit cards he was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and disorderly intoxication which is just called a tuesday cocktail in florida (laughs) um but like honestly dude like if you're gonna do crime you want to pay with cash a debit card a credit card that's an identifier you're really gonna go home get your gun get your (laughs) flamethrower like there's probably an atm somewhere in the mini mall that you're at with this subway i know i know go to the 7-eleven next door hit cash back on a gatorade hello i know know. you know if only he had the logic of a robot to think things through you know wow oh wow do i love this story Wow. From the guardian.com and, and Twitter, a chess robot grabs and breaks finger of a seven-year-old <laughs> opponent. 
<laughs> Played by humans, chess is a game of strategic thinking, calm concentration, and patient intellectual endeavor. Violence does not usually come into it, but the same cannot always be said of machines. Last week, according to Russian media outlets, a chess-playing robot apparently unsettled by a quick response of a seven-year-old boy unceremoniously grabbed and broke his fingers during a match at a Moscow Open. I learned this from watching the Queen's Gambit, that they take chess very seriously in Russia. Yes, yes, very seriously. Um, Queen's Gambit, of course, was a documentary. (laughs) Of course, of course, (laughs) yes. Uh, Sergei Lazarev, the president of the Moscow Chess Federation, said, the robot broke the child's finger. And then he said, this is, of course, bad. Uh, Of course. Of course. Uh, No tiptoeing around it. This is, of course, bad. Your fucking chess robot rage quit. That's bad. (laughs) And broke broke a seven-year-old's finger. I mean, if a full-grown adult did this, it would, like, make more sense. Yeah. I'm like, fuck this seven-year-old. I'm going to break its finger. It would be really fucked up. It would be, of course, bad. But the fact that the robot's doing it, this little kid must be real good at chess. Yeah. I think the issue was he he did it somewhat out of turn. And the robot was like, no, you're not supposed to be going right now. And I'm like, what are you in the Curry household in 1993? Like, just <laughs> flipping video. Like, I don't want to play anymore if you're not going to play by the rules. And then just walking away yeah apparently the kid technically violated some safety rules so it's possible that maybe like the robot because the boy tried to make his move too fast the robot was like oh my piece probably fell down let me go grab it Mm. so have you seen those like attack dogs like the, the the robot dogs the attack dogs I've seen the robot dogs. I've never seen it. Robot attack dogs. Oh, that's what that's what they're made for. They're not. You know, I'm talking about the 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 the, ones that like all those weirdos like kick. I mean, that's. I mean, they're not making dogs to be like comfort. They're like ghost robotics. Are the 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 making the four legged dogs Q dash UGVs? they're those are. Those are those are attack dogs. Those will come up and rise up and kill us. Like Boston Dynamics and all those. Th- those are meant to to kill. Those are not meant to be like. Oh yeah, I guess they comfort. have little guns on their heads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That makes, I go- I googled it and yeah, these little robot dogs have guns on their heads. So that Ugh. that makes sense. <laughs> oh my god, they're coming for us. And well, if we don't finish ourselves off first by eating weird condiments or from- shooting each other hmm but yes that was a good segue i'm sorry <laughs> from usatoday.com i'm sure you've seen it all over the tiktok what is pink sauce and why is everyone on tiktok talking about it this is a dipping sauce crafted by a tiktok creator chef pie spelled like the like pie p-i-i sorry i i realized just now that i don't know like what pie is is it a formula is it circumference that's not what this is about Mm. it's pink it looks like a pepto-bismol and people are like making it because the chef was like this is good 
I mean, TikTok demanded a pink sauce go viral. And so they wanted a pink sauce. So she's like, I did it. Here you go. (laughs) It's water, sunflower seed oil, raw honey, vinegar, pitaya or dragon fruit, garlic, Himalayan sea salt, and says less than 2% of dried spices, lemon juice, milk, and citric acid. Okay. But apparently it just tastes like sweet ranch. That sounds Mm. fucking awful. Yes. Yes. But the thing is, people have been trying it and they're like, it has milk in it. And that you can't just not ship. You can't ship milk products dry. Oh, that's and people are allegedly getting like sick from it. It's like you're eating spoiled milk. And anyway, so. So in a TikTok post, she, Chef Pai apologized for issues related to the launch of pink sauce, including discrepancies with the nutritional labels. She said the grams were mixed up in the serving size. There were actually 30 servings of pink sauce per bottle. And she's also said that her team is working to get the price of pink sauce down from its current $20 a bottle. Right, yeah, the uh, the original bottle label said that there was 444 servings of pink sauce. Isn't there milk in like ranch and stuff though? Or is it all like powdered milk? So like it's cool. Because, mm. you know, not all dressings, hashtag not all dressings, are, <laughs> um, <laughs> are stored in the refrigerated uh, section of a supermarket. But you have to refrigerate as soon as you open it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think, and again, this isn't made like, what I believe is like in a, she says it's made in a facility certified by the FDA, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to order it myself. I love a saw business, love a female entrepreneur. I'm going to wait till the third or fourth iteration of pink sauce before I try it, you know? Sure. sure. I'm going to let pink sauce go corporate before I try it, you know? But yeah. And I, you know, we don't love to talk about our next subject much but this is just too too interesting to not not mention so one of trump's wives ivanka trump died and he buried her on one of his golf courses in what looks like a absolute pauper's grave and so twitter user tburn 75 said Trump bury oh sorry go ahead ivanka or Ivana, uh, which is the daughter? Ivana, Ivana. Ivanka is the daughter. Ivana's the wife. Let is that true, though? What was her mom's name? Ivana. Ivana Trump. Ivana Trump. Okay, yeah, you're right. That's the mom is Ivana. Ivana. The daughter yeah. is Ivanka. We yeah. we gotta get our Trumps right. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. So Ivana Trump, and she died. Oh, recently. Recently. So Donald Trump buried her in one of his golf courses. And so T-Burn 75 said, Trump burying his ex-wife on one of his golf courses in a pauper's grave so that he can get a tax benefit is so exquisitely on brand it makes my eyes water. And so I was like, what? That can't be. That can't be real. So then, of course, I did the rabbit hole, did some more investigating And another Twitter user, E.B. Harrington, said, as a tax researcher, I was skeptical of the rumors of Trump burying his ex-wife in that sad plot of dirt on his Bedminster, New Jersey golf course for the tax breaks. 
So I checked the New Jersey tax code and folks, it's a trifecta of tax avoidance, property, income, and sales tax all eliminated. And we'll post a photo of the New Jersey tax laws. Cemetery companies. Cemetery company means any individual corporation, partnership, association, or other public private entity which owns, operates, controls, or manages lands or places used or dedicated for use of burial of human remains are eliminated from paying property taxes on the lands dedicated to the cemetery purposes, income taxes, sales, and use taxes. It's a fucking tax exemption. Man, poor Ivana. I mean, it, it, you, it, it literally looks like a mask. It's whatever. Fuck her. But still. Yeah. It's a tax hole anyway. So Cass, I have a question for our next story. Had you heard of this at all? Had I heard of this at all? So I was just looking at Ivana Trump's grave. No, I haven't heard of this at all. As a matter of fact. Okay. So let's give some context. So (laughs) you never want to be the main character of Twitter or the internet that matter no (laughs) no 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 no. so last month early july in late july anna mardall uh, was a prominent and controversial twitter personality a trans and disabled writer of young adult fiction they began to stir the pot when he claimed that the idea that writers should read books was ableist okay so a lot of people mocked that idea so they became the main character of Twitter and everyone was kind of dumping on all that, right? Well, then it became exposed that they worked for Lockheed Martin, a defense contractor, and was a nepotism hire. And then it was like, okay, even more insane. But the problem is, is that they had several times solicited... <laughs> public funding and like crowdfunding for their adult fiction writing and like was very scolding of others online about their behavior their moral you know like their internet behavior and things like that so anyway so this person became three-dimensional you're saying yes so people went real life with them yeah yeah so they were like please crowdfund my books and wait the the idea that writers should read books was ableist yeah. What does that mean? They're saying to, they were saying like people saying <laughs> that you have to read books to be a writer was an ableist take. Right. Okay. So they were cranking PC up to 50,000. Yes. And then lo and behold, they work at Lockheed Martin, who makes the weapons that we use to kill a lot of people and each other yeah oh. while soliciting their like their work to be publicly like to be crowdfunded like their adult fiction work they're like can anyone help me public you know like they had asked for crowdfunding for their work and their writing see and that's that it was a good way for you to set this up then you don't want to become the main character of the internet because <laughs> people are going to find out all the ways that you're hypocritical Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and wouldn't it just be nice to not 
be called out for being hypocritical yeah to just do like a podcast like a free podcast that it's not the biggest podcast on the internet you got some people listening and it's fun it's fun for us fun for them but it's not the biggest podcast on the internet <laughs> you're not the main character no and we, we we put our dirt out there freely yeah yeah <laughs> and and they also uh in their twitter bio they just got they said a trans boy in their twitter bio m- making people believe they were much younger but they had been at their lockheed martin job for 15 years and so it's like well that makes you probably much older than a boy you know what is boy anyway yeah it's a it's a dive in it's some of the tweets are pretty just the response tweets are pretty wild i mean yeah they're like it's it's a it's a it's a anyway it's from mic.com mic.com you can look up yourself it's a rabbit hole to go into so yeah anyway maybe it's a cry for help Uh, who knows yeah let me ask you this are you ready oh i'm ready are you ready oh i'm ready it's time for the dumpster fire of the week Back with our lovely Sting. Thank you so much. So I didn't know about this. And uh, Erica, you have so kindly made this our dumpster fire because we need to talk more about this. People need to know more about this, I think. I don't know. Or, you know, maybe continue ignorance because the life is already so crazy. But NewYorkPost.com, Elon Musk's dad, Errol Musk, who's 76, confirms that his secret second child was with his stepdaughter. Hey. So his stepdaughter, Jana, welcomed a baby girl back in 2019. Jana is 35. And they only confirmed the news back in early, like mid-July. And he said to the son, Earl, the only thing we are on earth for is to reproduce. Hot take, Errol. So he, I had to figure out the fa- how the family worked. But basically, Errol Musk, who is a wealthy South African engineer, married a model named May Haldeman Musk in 1970, with whom he had three children, Elon Musk, who we all know, Kimball, and Tosca. And then in 1979, he split up with May, and he went on to wed Heidi, who is a young widow who already had two children, including Jana. And so Jana joined this Musk family at four years old. And now she's 35 and has two kids with her stepdad. It is. I I just, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm going to say something. And I know it's hashtag not all men. The just like the the Dane Cook engagement, yeah, a child that he's known since she was a teenager. I'm not talking an 18 year old teenager. Just Elon, uh, even fucking. I'm sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio knowing his girlfriend since she was a child. All of these fucking wealthy men. What is your obsession with children? Is it because they won't stand up to you? Is it because they don't have their own? You've been able to mold their, you've groomed, like this is true grooming. Like you've molded their opinion and their impression of the world. This is the grooming that people should be freaking out about. I just, 
I'm having a fucking tiny meltdown. Like we have to pause the podcast. Like I'm just pulling my hair out. Like this is insane. Now, not that I need to make sure that Elon looks good in this, but it is probably worth saying that Elon Musk was furious back when Jana was pregnant with uh, the first child in 2017 and has had a falling out with his father and claims that his he's described his father as a terrible human being in an interview with Rolling Stone. So don't worry, your Tesla daddy didn't like this either. But the fact oh, he didn't that, give up any of Tesla daddy's like money and privilege that it has. Oh, no, no, growing up. no, no, they're no, not no. on speaking terms. Uh, so fucking Errol later in an interview was kind of like saying, oh, I'm trying to find it. Um, oh, they spent a few days here, the six months ago. No, oh, he was just kind of like candidly being like, because they were like, Oh, you guys in a relationship? And he's like, Nah, there's a huge age difference between us, you know. Mm-hmm. She's 35, that's silly. He, know, he knows that it's silly for a man in his mid 70s to be in a relationship with a woman in her 30s, but doesn't seem to think that it's that weird to get her pregnant. Oh, and do the children spend time with him in his South African home? Nah. He said, oh, they spent a few days here about six months ago. The kids were starting to get on my nerves, he candidly stated. Then I miss them as soon as they have gone. He says, I have about six people, women, who claim that their child is my child right now. Obviously, they're opportunists. But there was a period in Johannesburg in the 80s that I was going out with different women every night. I had plenty of dates. So it's quite conceivable that one of them could actually come back and say, this is your child. It's possible. Dude, ew. <sighs> now, let's, let's go back to, 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 to son, the progeny, Tesla daddy. Elon. Elon confirms in July that he fathered twins with Siobhan Zelis, a 36-year-old executive at his brain chip company, Neuralink. While he was still with Grimes, right? I think him and Grimes are, are co-parents and like- Well, they broke up, yeah, yeah. Soul partners, but not uh, together, yeah. Anyways, men are gross. And this is why I think that um, women, it's so important for them- us to have contraceptive access and uh, access to legal abortion um, because there are men out there who genuinely believe that um, their purpose in life is to spread their uh, seed and then walk away um, or see their children every six months and then be like yucky annoying so <laughs> Musk tweeted, doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis. A collapsing birth rate is the biggest danger civilization civilization faces by far. I don't think that's true. (laughs) How are you going to feed him? How are you going to give him water? Where are they going to live? He can. Anyways, whatever. It's fine. This is a comedy podcast, but this is by and by a big dumpster fire and super gross and men make me sick. Hashtag not all men, (laughs) but also make make me fucking sick. Erica, Mm -hmm. what are you hoarding? Okay. I, I've never loved something that gives me as much anxiety. Okay. (laughs) Are you going to talk about your energy drinks? (laughs) No. So there is a show by Nathan Fielder. Oh my God. And it's called The Rehearsal and it's on hbo max (laughs) and guys it is a 
so basically what he does is he helps a person reduce the uncertainties of everyday life. And so he's like, oh, you have a big revelation or a big something you want to reveal to a partner, or you've been hiding a secret for years and years, or you want to raise a child, or you want to do something. Well, let me help you by recreating your home or the environment where this, this reveal would happen. And basically run the scenario where this could happen with actors every which way maybe that they they react this way maybe they react this way oh um at this point in the evening your drink needs refilling so the waitress is going to come by so make sure that you get a refill before you begin this part of the conversation so that the waitress doesn't come by to interrupt like it is insane like there's a there's a woman that wants to see what it would like to be a mother so they have children that 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 at children actors but children can only work for so many hours a day so they have to seamlessly swap out children don't spoil the second episode i'm not i'm just that's a that's a crazy crazy thing that's like <laughs> in the commercials it's truly insanity and it's but he just rehearses every possibility that could happen and how you can have this conversation smoothly that's a very simple explanation of it but it is crazy you it's have so to cringy it. Yeah. It, yeah it it makes my soul hurt it's great it's a great it, but it also I mean, I almost have a panic attack every time I watch it just because you go, oh, no, he's going to tell his brother what? And Oh, no, it, it's yeah. Anyway, you, you have to have to watch it. I, I can't recommend it enough. But yeah. But what are you hoarding? What are you hoarding? Uh, Gatorade Zero. <laughs> Shit's good. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Ashley Reardon? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh shit shout out ashley bearded yeah it's great it just tastes good that's all mm -hmm. I, had, right. I had one after my run this morning i was like nice i don't know what a glacier cherry is but tastes good i'd love to see a glacier cherry in the wild <laughs> fuck is it like oh you can only have these cherries they're frozen on the top of mount everest <laughs> but we decided to squeeze some for you into gatorade zero <laughs> white it's like ice <laughs> yeah, that's it i just love gatorade zero. Oh, what are you throwing out okay the amount of uh, with one of my credit cards i got a walmart plus subscription for free oh my god if you are in southern california and um have hulu with ads i bet you've seen a familiar face trying to hawk some walmart plus at you i said walmart plus why i'm gonna sign up because of the ad it influenced me so much and i got it for free uh, well, I got a statement credit. I saw the sign up. I get a statement credit. Anyway. Sure. So I got a delivery of Walmart from Walmart plus they did not come and put it in my fridge. It, it was a true delivery delivery, but the, the amount of, of, of packaging, like I just got a box of, of sparkling waters, the amount of like cushioning and packaging and plastic that went into that box of water to deliver inside of a bigger box. I was like, this is on Walmart. You got to get it together your carbon footprint too big gotta get it together gotta get it together walmart so i'm enjoying my walmart plus subscription but walmart the corporation the waltons do you hear me 
you guys got to get it together. Anyway. Anytime that someone's trying to tell the Waltons to get together, they go, la, 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 la. True. That's, they do instantly plug their ears with their fingers and say, la, la, la. We have so much money. <laughs> All right. What are you throwing away? Um, so my fiance and I are going to do a 5K, which is like fun. I mean, is a 5K that impressive? It's like three miles, but it's impressive for us because we are not runners, you know? Um, and so we've been training, trying to like, you know, get ourselves to a point where we can jog or run most of the 5K. But gosh darn it, Erica, if it is just not too hot between the hours of like 9.30 and 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I love the summer, but I guess I'm just throwing out the f- hours of 9.30 to 7 p.m. when it's too fucking hot to go and jog outside. Yeah. I don't want to have to wake up at 7 a.m. on my weekends no. in order to work out, but that's what I've had, had to do. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it for you. I'm so sorry. And it's like, what am I going to do? Buy a treadmill and put it in my house? I'm not a Rockefeller, Erica. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, I, like treadmills are expensive and they're bulky and we don't have room. So it'd just be nice if it just cooled down a little bit. And I don't trust a treadmill that folds. Yeah. I've been looking into those like to do when I'm walking, walk while I'm working or even walk while I do this podcast, but you can't run on those. And so like the ones that you can run on are like the big dogs. Especially if you, if you yourself are a big dog, you Mm -hmm. have to make sure you get a big dog treadmill. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. We don't always have to be right when we throw things out. And sometimes it just kind of comes in the whim of the moment. But today, as we were finishing up our little jog, I was like, it's fucking hot outside. Like, I'm going to throw this out. I don't like that. It's already 90 degrees. Like it was, it was 70 when we got out here. How's it gone up 20 degrees in an hour? I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, Anyways. other than jogging before it's too hot, where can the people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cass Cardenas. You go on YouTube and you Google Walmart. Don't miss out. <laughs> you can watch my Walmart commercial. And uh, you can find me on the Nooner podcast. We've been having to take a couple weeks off here and there because summers have been busy for us, but we still love you guys, the listeners that is. And yeah and then find me on this podcast every monday where do the people find you erica at iconic erica curry on instagram and at gilly gal on the twitter and you can find my wrestling comedy variety show at the pack theater on the first saturdays of the month Woo-hoo! And you can follow us on the instagram at we are jwc for jacked wrestling comedy if you're listening to this on Monday, it would have been this last weekend, and it was a very great show. I'm just going to call it right now. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, follow me for, for more details about Jack Wrestling Comedy. Follow this podcast at Trashy Trashy Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and on TikTok. You can email us at Trashy Trashy Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us why you're trash and send in stories. We love when you guys do that. We have a website, TrashyTrashyPodcast.com. We also love it and appreciate it so much when you guys leave five-star reviews on this podcast. It really, really helps us out. 
and um, it makes us feel good about ourselves. So um, please do that. And thanks for listening and tell a friend. Tell friends, tell friends, tell an enemy, but in yeah. a sly way, a yeah. frenemy, make them think it's their idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be manipulative. Mm, love that. <laughs> love that. That's like our, that's our get- takeaway from this week. Our action item. Go ahead and <laughs> manipulate someone this week. <laughs> hey Cass. What's going on girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. 101. Woo. Dalmatians. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs>